And welcome back to another edition of the Edge Podcast. Managing Editor Brendan Slaughter here alongside recruiting analyst Jared Hallis for BeaversEdge.com. Well, there's a lot going on right now and not a lot going on right now, all at the same time as the intercollegiate athletics world has been turned on on its head by the coronavirus. Jared, you and I are recording this on a Friday as things have kind of started to spiral and you know, we see NCAA canceling winter and spring championships. We see major league sports canceling championships. Uh, gatherings are being uh, canceled across the country. How do you kind of make sense of what's going on right now? You really can't. I mean, it's unlike anything that I've personally ever seen before. And you know, I talked to some people who are, who are older than me, and, and they really haven't seen anything like it either. It just kind of feels like the world's shutting down for a little bit, and uh, but you know, not not over a Beaver's Edge. We're gonna we're gonna keep things churning and uh, hopefully provide some good stuff for people to do while they're uh, you know maybe out of work or or something like that. No, that's a great point, and uh, actually to kind of tease that a little bit, I just got off a conference call with the Oregon State women's basketball team: Scott Ruick, Aaliyah Goodman, Michaela Pivik. Uh, the three of them jumped on just to kind of talk about what it was to have the season end and have it end the way we did or the way they did rather. So make sure to check out. Uh, BeaversEdge.com for the latest on that coming up. But in the interim, let's just kind of recap for Beaver fans what exactly is happening and where we're at right now. So as of March 13th, as we're recording this podcast, all winter sports are canceled, all spring sports are canceled. But at the interim, I'm it's still kind of shady in terms of whether or not teams will be able to practice, whether or not it's completely just nothing at all. In that respect, I feel like we're still kind of in the dark a little bit. Yeah, and don't forget about recruiting either. They just hasn't been officially announced yet, but it's uh, people are saying that recruiting's suspended, which is essentially just another dead period until April fifteenth. Uh, so that's another thing to add onto that list. So I mean, things are things are absolutely insane right now. Yeah, and when you just kind of talk about it, the the thing I want to break down and talk about real quick is just. The impact for the student athletes, I mean, you know, we can kind of look at it in the aggregate as, you know, uh, the NCAA, the NBA, the big picture, but just, you know, taking it down, you have players like Michaela Pivik, Trace Tinkle that will not get to finish their college basketball careers. And then you also have, you know, all the spring sports, well, we're going to state softball, baseball, beyond that as well, that simply will just have a year that almost didn't exist or didn't end. I mean, it's just eerie when you kind of put it into perspective that, We've never had something like this in athletics. It's unprecedented. Yeah, I, I think I've seen some stuff where the NCAA is talking about granting another year of eligibility already. They've already kind of decided on that for the for the spring people. And it's already been a conversation on the board, on uh, on the damn board on Beaver's Edge about whether or not, you know, winter athletes such as basketball players will uh, will get that extra year. And I, I, you know, personally, I don't think they will. It, it's an absolute, it's a, it's a very sad thing for them. And, uh, you know, it's an opportunity that, that they won't be able to get to have that, you know, is being taken away from them that everybody else has gotten to have. So in one right, you can see the point you could make for the, for the winter athletes, such as basketball players, uh, to get that extra year. Uh, but certainly for the spring people, I would imagine if it, if it's not confirmed already that it will be, you know, very soon that, that they'll get that extra year. In case you're just joining us, thanks for tuning into the Edge podcast. Brendan Slaughter, Jared Hallis from BeaversEdge.com. We're talking what's next for Oregon State Athletics in the wake of the coronavirus outbreak and the cancellations that have gone along with it. So moving ahead, Jared, now we're talking big picture. I mean, with winter and spring already out of the question, automatically you're already starting to look ahead. 
And with that being said, the next thing that's kind of comes up on the docket then is you're already starting to look towards football next year and whether or not that will be in play. I mean, that's kind of the next big thing is what's going to happen to college football is winter and spring were already canceled. Luckily, there's, you know, months of time, but, you know, you kind of got to figure that's the next big thing that everyone's going to be talking about because could you imagine if we get to a situation where college football isn't starting? That will be the the time where, you know, coronavirus has crossed the line in my in my book of course there's terrible things happening already um and you know extreme precautions are are having to be taken every day uh but if if college football goes away man people are really going to be mad that i think at that point is when people you know will be you know demanding for a vaccine or something like that if it's not already created by them which in my opinion i think it will be uh i i would imagine by that time everything will be calmed down uh but you know it would be insane and it is already insane just to sit here, you know, on March 13th and think that college football is the next sport we have to look forward to. That is just crazy. No, I mean, you're absolutely correct with how with how where we are right now in March and how quickly, you know, you and I were talking this week, just how quickly this has gone from zero to 100. You know, we're talking just a couple of weeks ago, you know, um, there's been you know media were yielding questions, you know, uh, about what the impact was. Even heck, I was at the Pac-12 women's basketball tournament uh, last week and watched after Oregon State fell to Stanford in the the, uh, quarterfinal round. And they were asking Scott Ruick, Tara Vanderveer, about the impact of the coronavirus, what it would be like, you know, if they still hosted without fans. And then you flash forward like four or five days and now it's all off the table. I mean, how quickly it's gone from zero to 100 in terms of a scale of, you know, some panic, some probably... Um, just precautionary is astounding, really. I mean, that's, there's no really way to describe it. Again, it's it's unlike anything that we've ever really seen, and uh, I mean, it's impacting a lot of people in in our business, you know, a lot, and uh, it's going to impact us in some ways that uh, you know we're going to have to really you know dig deep and, and really dig into our creativity to uh, to provide some content. Uh, throughout this next month or two months or however long this is going to last uh, so we can keep things going. But, you know, you have to feel bad for all the people out there who are, you know, freelancers who get paid to, you know, go to events and things like that, that, that those people, you know, won't be able to do that for, for a long time. So it's a it's, it's not a good thing. And uh, we're like I said, you and I uh, and, and other writers on the Rivals Network and, and beyond we're going to have to really, you know, be creative and, and find some things to uh, to talk about. But it should it shouldn't be a problem. It's just going to what we're going to have to see as uh, as the time goes by. Yeah. Make no mistake, folks. Uh, stick with Beaver's Edge, regardless of what's going on. Jared Hallis and I will have content TBD on what it is, but we will have content. Right. So that's a big question. There's going to be stuff. No doubt. We're just going to have to figure out what it is. Um you know, whether uh, you made a joke with me the other day about doing a, a, a season preview for the football team <laughs> right now, which obviously that's, you know, not something that you're going to do. But as we were just talking about, that's the next sport to look yep. forward to, which is just so insane to think about. And it's just it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, you know, so, I'm going to be I'm going to be highlight, I'm going to be highlighting, uh, you know, every every aspect of this year's schedule. And, you know, there's still quite a bit of stuff we can recap from spring, the practices that we were able to see. And it'll be interesting to just to kind of see in the coming days, you know, um, right now, whether or not Oregon State continues spring practice under closed doors, whether or not it's all shut down and locked away. So as we get more information, I think we'll be able to figure out what kind of cards we're dealing with in the sense of 
what's next for coverage and what's next for Oregon State in general and intercollegiate athletics as a whole. But in terms of um, just like you mentioned, the life without sports, there's a lot of moving pieces that are going to severely affect people. And, you know, beyond just student athletes, coaches, you know, people that work at arenas. And that's why I've seen uh, just today, Kevin Love and Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know, donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to the arena employees that were part-time that obviously have no severance or anything like that as a result of um, losing all that work. So, you know, that seeing things like that, that is, those are absolutely great steps in the right direction just because uh, people's livelihoods have completely gone uh, wayward in just a matter of, you know, 48, 72 hours. And it's, uh, it's definitely scary out there. So make sure everyone wash their hands and stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all you can do really is wash your hands and, you know, don't don't go into to big groups of people. And I, I try to stress that the things happening right now are precautionary more than anything else. It's to prevent, you know, this from spreading even further. So it, it, as much as it sucks, you know, it's a good thing that these measures are being taken, uh, you know, to prevent this from from turning into, you know, a China or Italy situation. No, 100 percent. And, you know, let's go ahead and just kind of recap what we do know. And then that's, you know, we got a few days of Oregon State spring football practice. We got a chance to uh, watch the Beavers play a couple times before the shutdown happened. And, you know, you can check all that stuff out at our spring football headquarters on Beavers Edge. We got all that updated. Jared, kind of what did you see from recruiting before the Beavers started to shut things down? And it's, you know, they're still offering quite a bit of guys. They're getting, they're out yeah. there pretty pretty off often on social media in the sense of, you know, being proactive and with it kind of moving towards a more digital approach, I think it will benefit the Beavers moving forward. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. Uh, I, I don't, I don't even know. You know, they, they they did a great job for the first, I guess, three months, almost a full three months. You know, we had we had January, all of February, uh, but February was a dead period. So, you know, there wasn't a lot of visits. I will say though, the visits that, uh, the visits that were taken throughout that time were really top quality athletes, guys that you know they. They really needed to get on campus to, to take that relationship to the next step. You know, we're talking Steven Ortiz, four-star safety out of Arizona. Uh, Finn Collins, you know, another some, some quarterbacks. Sierra Wright, four-star uh, cornerback out of California. or I'm sorry, cornerback, not quarterback, out of California. But just a lot of really good quality guys on campus. They made the most out of the time that they had. And again, like you said, they're, they're pretty tech-savvy guys. Uh, they they make good designs and they send good graphics out to kids and you know again it, it is suspended so they won't be able to see people face to face but uh you know contact overall has not been shut down they're still allowed to text they're still out of facetime they're still allowed to call so i have no doubt that the oregon staff the oregon state staff will utilize those you know avenues as good as possible uh, in order to keep building those relationships with with not only the people that have visited, but even, of course, and, and maybe even more so, the ones that have not. Talking Oregon State recruiting with Jared Hallis. Again, Brendan Slaughter, Jared Hallis here for the Edge podcast. Trying to make sense of everything that's going on in the wake of the coronavirus. Jared, just kind of take me through real quick. What do you think, from from the recruits' perspective, now that you kind of can't see schools, how much can this impact recruiting and just what's going to be next, you know, given that there could be visits that won't happen now. And that's such a huge part of what this is. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the visits are massive. And it's it's something that, again, you know, the, the guys that did get to visit before, it's a massive advantage, not only for them, 
but for the for the schools that got to host those guys because you know like you said visits are, are a massive part of recruiting all the kids want to get out to uh, to go see the schools that they're interested in and there's not really much of a better time for them to do it than in the spring right now uh so for that to be taken away from them is really big and if things don't you know start looking up by summer uh let's just hope that 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 period doesn't get taken away from them as well i think overall it won't make too big of an impact as long as the kids are able to you know get those visits rescheduled for hopefully the summer uh or sometime you know before before signing day uh as long as they're able to get out it shouldn't but it certainly delays things and uh you know it, it could mean that some kids that that won't be able to take those visits you know will, will only be able to choose based off the schools that they've already visited and again in Oregon State's case they they had some top they had some top talent on uh, on campus throughout the first three months of the year. And again, talking talking recruiting, you know, the the big thing that I'm curious about is just, you know, what's going to happen now, right? So now everyone's kind of hit the hit the alarm button. Everything that can be pretty much canceled as far as athletics goes is. And now I'm curious how long before things start to work their way back into a normal groove in the sense of, you know, how much worse is it going to get, right? Are we going to see to the point where teams aren't able to practice at all because that part's still kind of in question, you know, media and open practices and all that's been canceled, but will the team still be able to practice? Is that a case or does Oregon state just lose and everyone else lose spring practice? Because you talk about when, you know, big time aspirations and big time teams make their mark. Spring is crucial for football come August. And if Oregon state and at many other schools, lose out on the spring ability to practice if the NCAA says, hey, you can't practice either or, you know, whatever happens, I think that could have a massive down-trickle effect that could, you know, severely impact, you know, college football even before it gets started again. Yeah, for sure, and especially for teams that, you know, are in a rebuild or, you know, approaching the end of a rebuild like Oregon State is, those, I mean, you want to make the most of every practice you get. And, and, and again, it's not just Oregon State or teams rebuilding. Like practices are just massive uh, for the for the summer and the fall, and they kind of set the tone for for what's going to come. So for those to be taken away right now, it, it's crazy. And uh, it, I think right now it's a little too early to say what's going to happen for sure, as far as maybe getting those rescheduled or you know they'll they'll just be completely gotten rid of. It's I think it's a little too early. We're going to have to see how much more serious this gets. Uh, but again, I mean the impact that it could potentially have is you know, massive. And it's something that's pretty scary to think about. No, you're absolutely right. And again, we want to make sure to extend all of our kind thoughts and prayers and wishes to anyone that is affected by this, you know, um, in any way, shape or form as this, you know, coronavirus has completely taken over just about everyone's livelihood in one way or another. So, you know, um, from us to everyone else, you know, we, we definitely send our thoughts and prayers and you know, as we kind of start to wrap up the podcast today, Jared, I, I'm kind of just curious now, you know, just in a word, just kind of trying to try to sum up what what it means to not have like for me, I'm still kind of trying to, you know, step back and realize what it's going to be like not having March Madness, not having the NBA for at least a month, not having the College World Series at all. I mean, <clears throat> it's it's it still just hasn't even hit me yet. In a word, I would say boring <laughs> it's, a, it's a good one it's a massive part and uh, you know you'll talk to people that are like who cares it's just sports and at the end of the day people's you know people's lives are more important than this but there are people's lives who are, who are being affected 
by this, by, you know, not, uh, you know, not being able to, to, to get work in. And for those people, you know, again, we, we send out our thoughts and prayers and, and you just have to hope that the things will get better fast because it's going to get boring and it's going to get scary for, for a lot of people. No. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's, that's the thing is, you know, not having, not having sports is going to certainly uh, tie things up a little bit. It's just going to, like you said, be a little, a little askew in terms of, you know, what are you going to talk about on a lot of things? And, you know, even uh, uh, for you and I, it's, it's kind of like time to get into the creativity. So get ready for a lot of, uh, a lot of real deep analytical pieces coming from beaversedge.com. Yeah. Which again, it could be a good thing, you know, because people want to see, you know, the, the, the in-depth stuff. So it's going to be kind of cool to, to have the opportunity. Now that there's going to be a little bit more time to take a deeper dive and a deeper look into to some of those things. And I think people will really appreciate it. And again, just make sure you stay tuned in because while it's not certain uh, what the content will, will look like, you can bet that there will certainly be content on the website. Oh, and, and without question, uh, we'll also be up in our podcast game a little bit more now too, now that we've uh, had the ability to do that and have a little bit more, uh, time to be able to do it so yeah we'll be up in the podcast game and you might even be hearing us uh on the edge podcast a little bit more so uh so make sure to stay tuned to beaversedge.com for jared hallis i'm brendan slaughter signing off make sure to stay safe out there folks and check back to beaversedge.com for continuing coverage of everything that's going on with beavers and more